Hey guys, welcome back to the Boxing Daily Podcast Live Stories with your host, Pam. Today's episode is about Jermaine Taylor. Jermaine Taylor is an American former professional boxer who competed from 2001 to 2014. He remains the most recent undisputed middleweight champion, having won the WBA, Undisputed, WBC, IBF, WBO, Ring Magazine and Lineal Titles in 2005 by beating Bernard Hopkins and doing doing so, ending Hopkins' 12-year reign as midway champion. This made Taylor the first and today only male boxer in history to, cl- e- to claim each title from all four major boxing sanctioning organisations in a single fight. He once again defeated Hopkins six months later, making him the only fighter to have defeated Hopkins twice. He would also later hold the IBF middleweight title for a second time. Amateur career Taylor, who began boxing officially at the age of 13, earned numerous accolades throughout his amateur career, starting with his achievements of the 1996 Under-19 Championship. He went on to win a pair of Police Athletic League Championships and National Golden Gloves titles. And he finished second and third at the 1997 and 1998 United States Championships. Respectively, in 1998, Taylor won a bronze medal at the Goodwill Games. Then, in 2000, he earned a spot on the US Olympic boxing team, becoming the first ever boxer from Arkansas to compete in the Olympic Games. At the 2000 Olympics, Taylor won a bronze medal in the light middleweight division. Early pro career. In December 2000, Taylor signed with boxing promoter Ludi Bella. Pat Burns became Taylor's trainer as a professional and Ozell Nelson became an assistant. He made his professional boxing debut on January 27, 2001 at Madison Square Garden in New York City against Chris Walsh. Taylor managed to knock Walsh down twice with his right hand and won his debut after forcing a stoppage with 16 seconds left in the fourth and final round. He went on to fight six more times in 2001, resulting in six more victories. Taylor continued his winning streak through 2002 and 2003 before defeating Alex Bunima on March 27, 2004. Taylor's next bout occurred on June 19, 2004 against former IBF light middleweight champion Raul Marquez. Taylor controlled the fight by using his jab and right hand throughout the one-sided contest. Near the end of the ninth round, Taylor landed a right uppercut 
that staggered Marquez. A follow-up right hand put Marquez down just before the bell rung to the end of the round. Soon after Marquez arrived to his corner, his trainer told the referee to stop the fight, resulting in a technical knockout victory for Taylor. Pro Korea On December 4th, 2004, Taylor fought former WBA middleweight champion William Joppy in his hometown of Little Rock. For the majority of the fight, Joppy made the more aggressive Taylor chase him. While landing few punches and seeming more content to frustrate Taylor, Taylor landed several punches early in the fight and knocked Joppy down in the fifth round en route to a unanimous decision victory with scores of 120 to 107 from all three judges. In his next bout, Taylor fought Daniel Edward on February 19th, 2005. In the third round, Taylor landed a 10-punch combination that hurt Edward to the point that the referee decided to stop the fight. Undisputed middleweight champion. Jermaine Taylor fought Bernard Hopkins for the undisputed middleweight championship on July 16th, 2005 at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas, Nevada. At the age of 40, Hopkins entered the bout with a record of 20 consecutive successful title defences and had not lost a fight in 12 years. Hopkins entered the boxing match as a 3-2 favourite to win. Taylor was able to successfully use his jab to control the first two rounds of the fight, though neither fighter was taking any major risks. He tended to move forward while Hopkins was patient and waited for openings in Taylor's defence. In round 5, a clash of heads opened a cut on the top of Taylor's head. In the 10th round, Hopkins hurt Taylor with two right hands that made his legs wobble and forced him to clinch. Taylor won the bout by split decision with two judges scoring the fight, 115 to 113 for Taylor and the other judge scoring it. 116 to 112 for Hopkins. With the victory, Taylor became the new undisputed middleweight champion, winning the WBC, WBO, IBF, WBA, Super, the Ring and the Lineal Middleweight Championships. Hopkins appealed the decision but was denied by the Nevada State Athletic Commission. On December the 3rd, 2005, Taylor defeated Hopkins by unanimous decision in a rematch at the Mandalay Bay Resort and Casino in Las Vegas. In order for the rematch to occur, Taylor vacated his IBF midweight title. On October the 11th, 2005, 
Days before the fight, tensions rose after Hopkins mocked Taylor's speech impediment and called him a phony champion. Taylor responded by bringing a doll with Hopkins' name on it to the final pre-fight press conference to suggest that he was a crybaby. In a similar situation to the first fight, Hopkins started slowly, began pressuring Taylor in the later rounds. Hopkins ended the fight with a 101-60 advantage in power punches, while Taylor had a success with his jab, outlanding Hopkins 64-29. All three judges scored the bout 115-113 for Taylor. After the fight, Taylor said that he would welcome a challenge against the winner of a fight between former undisputed light middleweight champion Winky Wright and Sam Suleiman. On December 10th, 2005, Wright defeated Suleiman by unanimous decision to retain his number one position in the WBC and WBA middleweight rankings and take over the number one spot in the IBF middleweight rankings. Taylor vs Wright on June the 17th, 2006, Taylor fought Winky Wright at the FedEx Forum in Memphis, Tennessee. The WBC had ordered Taylor and Wright to begin negotiating on the fight on December 12th, 2005. And if the two sides could not agree, a purse bid would be ordered. An agreement was made 10 minutes before a purse bid was to take place. Ozzie Nelson, unsatisfied with Taylor's progression between the first and second Hopkins fights, helped convince Taylor to replace Pat Burns with Hall of Fame trainer Emmanuel Stewart. Taylor received $3.75 million for the fight and Winky Wright received... 3.5 million. Wright only paid sanctioning fees for the WBC bout, while Taylor paid fees to the WBC and the WBO. Taylor did not pay the fees to the WBA amid controversy of the organization removing him from their rankings. After questions of Weaver, Taylor followed all procedures for the WBA before his rematch. With Hopkins. He was reinstated as the top of the organization's middleweight rankings, but his title remained under review. The bout was evenly competitive through the first 10 rounds, with Wright winning most of the early rounds before Taylor became more active in the latter part of the fight. By the ninth round, Wright Wright had swelling above both his eyes. Wright was winning the bout going into the final round on two judges' scorecards, but he was generally passive in the round. Two of the three judges gave the round to Taylor, which resulted in a draw. The scores for the fight were 115-113 to for Taylor, 115-113 to for Wright, and 114 to 114.
Pro Korea. On December the 9th, 2006, Taylor Four, Kasim Uma at the Old Tail Arena in North Little Rock, Arkansas. Taylor hurt Uma early in the first round and continued to control the fight through the middle part of the fight with jabs and hooks. During the second half of the fight, Taylor gradually began to tire and suffered a cut over the left eye. He allowed Uma to back him into the ropes, often as the fight came to an end. However, Uma was unable to be effective with his punches. Taylor won the bout by unanimous decision with scores of 117 to 111, 115 to 113 and 118 to 110. Taylor was no longer the holder of its middleweight super championship. On May 19, 2007, Taylor went up against former undisputed welterweight champion Corey Spinks at the FedEx Forum in Memphis. Taylor dictated the fight by staying away from Spinks and landing one punch at a time. He hurt Spinks with a right hand in the seventh round. Spinks with a much shorter reach had difficulty getting within a closer range against his opponent. Taylor landed 101 of 319 punches, while Spinks landed just 85 of 542. Throw. Taylor won the fight by split decision with two judges scoring the fight. 117 to 111, 115 to 130 in favour of him and the other scoring 117 to 111 for Spinks. Taylor v Pavlik Taylor fought Kelly Pavlik on September 29th, 2007 at Boardwalk Hall in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Pavlik began rising in popularity after an upset victory over Edison Miranda in a, a middleweight title eliminator to determine the number one contender to fight Taylor. During their amateur careers, Taylor had defeated Pavlik on February the 9th, 2000 in the opening round of the United States Olympic Trials. In the second round of the bout, Taylor landed a right hand and followed up with several more punches which resulted in the first knockdown of the fight. Pavlik got up and managed to make it to the end of the round. Entering the seventh round, Taylor had a commanding lead on all three judges' scorecards. With less than a minute remaining in the round, Pavlik landed a right cross that sent Taylor into a corner. Pavlik closed in and threw a left uppercut, followed by a left and a right hook and right uppercut. Two more left hooks dropped Taylor to the canvas. As the referee stepped in to halt the fight, it was the first time Taylor had lost in his professional career and the first time he had ever been knocked down. One month later, Taylor exercised a rematch clause in his contract with Pavlik. The rematch took place at a weight of £166. 
six pounds higher than the middleweight limit. Due to the disappointing performances, Emmanuel Stewart was fired as Taylor's trainer and replaced with Ozell Nelson. Fighting at the MGM Grand in Las Vegas on February the 16th, 2008, Taylor lost the rematch to Pavlik by unanimous decision. Super Middleweight Division After two losses to Pavlik, Taylor moved up officially to the Super Middleweight Division on November the 15th, 2008. Taylor defeated Jeff Lacey by a dominant unanimous decision to earn a mandatory fight against the winner of a bout between Carl Froch and Jean Pascal for the vacant WBC Super Midway title. A fight that was won by Froch on April 25, 2009 at the Foxwoods Resort Casino in Lady Yard, Connecticut, Taylor Four, Carl Froch for the WBC Super Midway title. Taylor was able to control the first two rounds of the fight. In the third round, Taylor knocked Froch down for the first time in his career with a right hand. Entering the final round, Taylor was ahead 106 to 102 on two of the judges' scorecards, while Froch was ahead 106 to 102 on the other. During the round, Froch landed two right hands that sent Taylor to the canvas. He got up, but Froch quickly went after him, trapping him against the ropes and landing a barrage of hard and fast punches. Taylor could not recoup or defend himself, desperately curling up against the ropes. Around 10 clean headshots from Froch landed before the referee stepped in to stop the bout. With only a matter of seconds left in the final round, earning Froch a technical knockout victory. Super 6 Tournament and Retirement Taylor competed in the preliminary round of the Super 6 World Boxing Classic, a tournament by Showtime, to find out who is the best boxer in the Super Middleweight division. On October 17, 2009, in his first fight in the Super 6 tournament, at the O2 World Arena in Berlin, Germany, undefeated Armenian-German former champion Arthur Abraham defeated Jermaine Taylor by KO in the 12th round with less than 10 seconds left in the fight. Taylor was hospitalised with a severe concussion, suffering short-term memory loss. Unable to remember details of this bout, after being released from the hospital, Taylor released a statement saying that he's doing just fine and wanted to congratulate Abraham on his victory and wish him well in the tournament. At the time of the stoppage, the judges' scorecards read 104 to 102, 107 to 102 and 106 to 102, all in favour of Abraham. In January 2010, Taylor one of the original members of the Super 6 World Boxing Classic, officially withdrew from the tournament. The former undisputed middleweight champion issued a statement in early 2010 saying, I'm going to take some time off from the sport of boxing and take myself out of the Showtime Sports 
World Boxing Classic tournament. It's important that I give my body and my mind some much needed rest because I have been boxing for nearly 20 years, said Taylor. I plan on keeping myself in shape and making a return to the sport sometime in the future. This was not an easy decision for me. Having discussed it with my family, trainer, friends and my advisor Al Heyman because I'm a very competitive person but I know this is the smart road for me to take. Taylor was later replaced by Alan Green. Comeback On December 30th, 2011, after 26 months away from the ring, Taylor finally returned and faced Jesse Nicklow. In a fight schedule for 10 rounds, Taylor won via technical knockout in the 8th round. He then took on then undefeated Caleb Truax on April 25th, 2012 in another fight scheduled for 10 rounds. Taylor controlled most of the action and survived a knockdown in round 9 in order to win a unanimous decision victory. Taylor then faced boxing veteran Raul Munoz on October 12, 2012. He made short work of Munoz, winning via second round KO. Taylor's next bout was against Juan Carlos Condillo on December 14, 2013. Jermaine won with a 7th round TKO. On October 4, 2014, Taylor fought Sam Suleiman in Biloxi, Mississippi for Suleiman's IBF middleweight World Championship bout. After 12 gruelling rounds, Suleiman injured his knee badly midway through the fight and knocking out Suleiman down four times. Suleiman actually went down on his own from the knee injury, not primarily from the punches from Taylor. However, Taylor won with a resounding unanimous decision by regaining the bell he had lost to Pavlik in 2007. Taylor became a two-time middleweight world champion. Retirement After the fight, Taylor suffered an injury and was also later arrested and charged with multiple felonies following an incident on January the 19th. IBS subsequently stripped him off his title on February the 6th due to him not being able to defend during his ongoing legal and mental health issues. Personal life Taylor was married to former Louisiana Tech University basketball player Erica Taylor, who was selected in the second round of the 2005 WNBA draft by Washington Mystic. Jermaine and Erica Taylor have three daughters. Jermaine has a son also, Jermaine Taylor Jr., Taylor gained popularity in the state for frequently mentioning how proud he was to be from Arkansas. He is known to be an enthusiastic fan of the University of Arkansas Razorbacks and has visited the campus to talk to the football team. Taylor often sports a large 
razor back on the back of his boxing robe and trunks for his fights. He was named Arkansas of the Year for 2005 by the Arkansas Times. In 2007, Taylor was inducted into the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame along with former NFL players Rod Smith and Willie Rolfe. Taylor has modelled for Everlast, GQ and Vogue. Ludi Bella resigned as Taylor's promoter because he was concerned with Taylor's health following the knockout from Arthur Abraham in the Super 6 tournament. Taylor had been knocked out two times prior to Abraham's bout. On August 26, 2014, Taylor was taken into police custody and charged with two felonies after officers said he shot his cousin during an altercation in Little Rock, Arkansas, home. Taylor was out on bond for his October 4, 2014 bout versus Sam Suleiman. On January 19, 2015, Taylor was arrested without incident and a gun was recovered. He was jailed on five felony counts of aggravated assault, three felony accounts of endangering the welfare of a minor and a misdemeanor count of drug possession after he was found to have a small bag of marijuana. Taylor was remanded to the custody of Pulaski County Regional Detention Facility in Little Rock in lieu of $27,000 bond. On May 20th, 2016, Taylor was given a suspended sentence of 19 years to be served concurrently amounting to a six-year suspending sentence for three cases. He was also sentenced to probation and will have to serve 120 hours of community service, pay a $2,000 fine plus court costs and will have to submit to regular drug screens. I hope you guys enjoyed. This has been your host, Pam, on Boxing Daily Podcast Live Stories. Tune in next time when I tell another story of your favourite fighter. Thank you for listening, guys and girls. Bye.